All righty. Welcome back for another episode of Two Plain Sports. We're here today. It's just Brandon and I. Jose just wasn't feeling it today, so we decided we had to get a video out to you guys. And so it's just us two today. Um, we, we're bringing you know, some recruitment updates. Really, that's all we're going to be talking on this is football recruiting. It seems like you guys really enjoy that. We enjoy talking about it. Um, and we've got, you know, OU had a huge visitor this weekend and DJ Hicks, you know, the number one defensive lineman in the class. OU made a top four for an offensive tackle. we got some upcoming visitors for the June 3rd champion barbecue that we're going to be talking about. So be sure to stick around for this video. Uh, but before we get into it, we just want to say we really appreciate it. Uh, we're over 4,200 subscribers. We're going for 4,300. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Help us out. And we've got a huge week this week. A lot of videos, a lot of good content is going to be coming your way this week leading up to it and the weeks after following because there's going to be a lot of uh, there's going to be a lot of domino effects i feel i feel like there's going to be some commitments over the next month or two that OU is finally going to get the ball rolling i know uh we on this show we're we're a little antsy we we definitely would like to see a commitment or two coming here pretty soon i think that'll happen uh if it doesn't i think my my level of worry might go up a little bit but right now i'm feeling good i feel like OU's in a good spot with a lot of kids uh, so hit that subscribe button, like the video, follow us on our social medias, uh, find us on Apple and Spotify. Everything's linked below. Um, something also we're going to do is we're planning to do our first live stream, uh, you know, where it'll be an hour. Uh, we'll do a question and answering, just kind of hanging out. Uh, we're thinking it's going to be uh, Monday. Uh, let me get the date correct. I believe it'll be Monday, uh, June 6th. I'm thinking around 730 uh, central time. Um, you know, we figured that, you know, we've never done one before, we don't know what the interest would be. Um, you know, this is, can be my beginning of video challenge. I want to hear if you guys are interested in that. Would you want to, you know, for an hour to just come in, you know, message questions and just get our opinions on things. And, and then we can ask questions to you guys on your opinion, uh, just something different and something we thought you guys might enjoy. Uh, if you would like to do that, I mean, we're, we're more than happy to just, let us know, comment below, you know, if you would, or if you wouldn't, I, either way, I totally get it. So I think we're planning to do that. You know, it's right after champion barbecue, a lot of momentum, a lot of things, a lot of questions, a lot of stuff to be talking about. So we're going to do our first live stream that Monday, uh, a week from today, from where you're seeing it. Um, so we'll get into it now. Um, you know, someone that came up and hasn't been on campus for a little while, but someone that we've been talking about, gosh, I feel like we've been talking about DJ Hicks now for six, eight months, you know, even before, uh, Brent Venables came, uh, the old staff was recruiting him. I even think it was last summer he was coming up and, and hanging out on, on campus. Uh, he came up for another visit this weekend. Uh, he's a 2023 five-star number four, overall number one defensive lineman in the class. He's six, four, 270 pounds. Uh, he's in Katy, Texas. Now, uh, he just moved down to Katy, Texas. Um, and he was originally from Allen High School. I believe he relocated to be closer to family. I think um, some of his family moved to the South Texas, while his some of the family was still up in North Texas. So he made the move down to Katy, Texas. He came up uh, this weekend with a couple of his teammates uh, from Peyto High School, Alex Kilgore, Damian Sanford. Uh, they all came up this weekend. I think they came up um, Friday night. And they stayed or they came Friday, stayed all day Saturday. And I think they headed home either Saturday evening or Sunday morning, one of the two. Uh, so they came up for some unofficial visits. Uh, Kilgore and Sanford currently don't hold offers from Oklahoma. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you're getting kids to come up and visit you, regardless, you 
build that connection without even having an offer. Or, you know, I don't know if they're recruiting them very hard at all, you know, just because they don't have an offer doesn't mean they're not being recruited. But um, DJ Hicks came up. He was supposed to come up, I believe, for the um, for the spring game, uh, but it didn't end up working out one reason or another. Um, Brandon, what, what's your thought on that? I mean, he's a he's got to be the number one guy we're, we're trying to get this class, right? Yeah, I wish he could have made the spring game because that was, you know, as we've mentioned multiple times now, a hell of an environment. And Hicks, the guy we talked about multiple times too. Uh, he's got great size. He's 6'4", 270. Um, he had like 22 tackles for a loss, 13 sacks uh, last season, but almost 100 tackles too. He finished with 88. Um, so that just speaks to his athleticism and versatility. Uh, not only is he living in the backfield, but he's also capable of, you know, just making a tackle on a run or, um, you know, maybe running receivers down even. Uh, he's huge, uh, sure, very powerful, strong. Um, a little bit concerned that he's still crystal ball at the moment to Texas A&M um, just because – Despite what Jimbo says, we know what's going on down there. Uh, sometimes it's hard to turn to, to uh, turn down that bag. Um, although that Texas A&M defensive line that they're building is is ridiculous. So I mean, as good as as, as Hicks is, there's going to be a lot of competition and a lot of mouths to feed at Texas A&M. At some point in time, that that no matter what they're being offered, uh, you got to not go there. Uh, they all can't play at once. It's it's impossible. Um, there's going to be a lot of transfer portals coming out of Texas A&M at some point among that defensive line soon. Um, and some really, really good dudes just because of they're just buying a shit ton of defensive linemen. Uh, Hicks, I agree with you, is priority one on the, on that defensive line, but we talked about David Stone on the show, T.A. Cunningham. This class of defensive linemen, linebacker area could be ridiculous. Um, in the 23, 24, 25 classes going forward. Uh, really excited. Hopefully Hicks is somebody that we can sell and uh, keep bringing him to campus and eventually get that commitment. Yeah, and, and Hicks, his top five right now, it's pretty clear who his top five are. Michigan State, uh, Miami, Oregon, AM, and Oklahoma. Um, it seems like from what his 247 says, he's got some officials lined up. Uh, this coming weekend, June 3rd, he won't be here for the champion barbecue. Uh, he's going to Michigan state the weekend after the 10th, he's going to Miami. And the weekend after that, the 17th, he's going to visit Oregon. Um, it's unfortunate that he won't be there for the champion barbecue, but at least he came up for, you know, the Memorial day weekend, you know, he posted some pictures of, of him and Todd Bates and, and then some of his teammates, Kilgore posted a picture, I believe of their visit this weekend. It looked like they had a good time. But, you know, he's taken these three officials this summer, and it seems as though AM and Oklahoma are going to be getting their officials in the fall for a certain game, uh, just depending on, you know, whether it's in September, October, I'm not sure. But I'd imagine with that intel of his three other schools during the summer and the two in the fall, it seems pretty clear who the top two schools are. It's Oklahoma and AM. Um, again, I feel like we've been we've been seeing this recruiting battle. You know, OU and A and M are going after the same kids. Uh, you know, A and M now they've got him in Katy, Texas. Katy's not quite as far as Allen was to uh, College Station, so that has to help. But again, at the end of the day, like you said, no matter how many, you know, how many millions or whatever, hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you take that and you still can't get on the field, and it's damaging your chances to go play in the NFL. Uh, you know, for a few hundred grand less, you know, you, you go play at Oklahoma or whatever, you know, whatever the number is, you could be a first round pick and make millions of dollars. So it, 
and whether it's at Oklahoma or wherever he ends up going, that has to play in a factor in, into these kids in the 23 and 24 class, depending, you know, after seeing what, what they did in 2022. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how much they, they put together in that class. Um, I really think that between OU and AM with Hicks, I truly feel it's a coin flip. I don't feel like anyone's a clear leader. I, I don't legitimately buy Michigan State, Miami, or Oregon. I think they're they're contenders, but I don't think at the end of the day he's really going to to pick that. I mean, both all three schools are across the country, you know, far away. AM and Oklahoma are close. His family can make a road trip to either one of these schools. Um, Todd Bates and Hicks have an extremely good and long relationship. I mean, Bates has been recruiting him since he's been at Clemson. Um, you know, they were really close. And I think since Bates is there, this is why Oklahoma is really in a good spot with him. And then you, and then you think about it, you know, and then you have Venables with them. Um, I think it, I think really at the end of the day, OU has a legitimate shot, whether they'll get him or not. It's tough to say, cause I don't think he's signed until early national signing day. But I think it'll. I think OU has a very, very good shot of getting him, especially if he comes on campus for another unofficial sometime between now and and his actual official visit, and then he comes up for his official. Um, I think they're going to be in a good spot. I just I don't think he's got another visit lined up with A and M quite yet. Uh, as long as he's not going to A and M a whole lot, I feel like OU is going to be in a really good spot for him. Um, do you have any thoughts on him before we? Um, before we move on to the next guy? No, just hopefully that official visit goes well. I, I have no doubt that Sooner Nation will show up. Uh, the stadium will be packed, which will be a cool environment. Um, it's good to have him on a visit where we're actually playing a game and he can see all that versus just, you know, where, where they're not playing a game. Uh, you know a and going to show up to their game too, Kyle Field. So, you know, hopefully uh, it's a game that it's like the UTEP game or something. We just beat the brakes off somebody and it all looks good. You never want to play a – you know, those K-State type uh, sneaky games and play poorly in front of these uh, in front of these level of recruits. So, you know, Sooner Nation will show up. Hopefully we beat the brakes off whoever it is and everything's go everything goes well. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's going to be a legitimate battle. I mean, it's just going to be, you know, it's six months before he signs. That's forever in recruiting. So just because he sways one way or another between now and then, I just, I'm not going to feel hundred uh, percent either way until he puts his name on a, on the dotted line. Um, so we'll move on to the next guy uh, is Logan Howland. Uh, Logan Howland, he's six foot seven, 280 pounds. He's an offensive tackle from Princeton, New Jersey. He's in the 2023 class. His composite rating from 247, he's not a he's not ranked, but uh just the 247 rankings, they have him as a three-star. He just recently released his um top four, which is Iowa, Miami, and Michigan, and Oklahoma. Um, it seems as though that uh, OU and, and Iowa are his top two schools. Um, you know, I, I think we talked about Howland right around the spring game as because he got his offer. He came out for an unofficial visit. He got his offer during the spring game weekend and he just kind of popped up and I, you know, I didn't really have him on my radar until obviously he came out for the visit and then he got the offer. And it seems as though it seems like that they, they have just jumped tremendously up his, up to his, you know, top four. And I really think it's a top two of OU in, in Iowa. And the reason why I think Iowa, I don't know, Iowa's, 
you know, Iowa's got to, they, they produce offensive linemen. So it's not like whether it's, oh, you can't really say, well, Iowa doesn't produce anyone. I mean, they've produced a lot of good offensive linemen over the last five to 10 years. Uh, but his quarterback in high school uh, at Hun High School, um, he is committed to Iowa. So he has that connection there. And I know Iowa, you know, they've got the record, you know, the track record of it. He's got the quarterback. It's going to be tough. Uh, but he does have his officials, official visit set up. It's going to be OU first, uh, which is this weekend. And then it's Michigan. Then it's Miami. And then it's Iowa. So he's saving Iowa for his last visit. Uh, which I think is the 24th of June. And then he should probably announce his commitment shortly after uh, or early July, I'd imagine. I don't think he's going to drag this out for very long. I think he's going to make his decision. Um, for a kid that really isn't highly rated, there's some good programs that are recruiting him hard, uh, obviously with Michigan, Miami, and Iowa and Oklahoma. Um, he's already six seven. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you uh, with the Iowa thing. It's tough. It's going to be tough to beat them out. Um, him having his teammate committed there is it, a tremendous help for Iowa. Um, it's a cool area. The, they they do a good job as well. Their fans care. Um, Iowa will be tough to beat out. They are. They, and as you mentioned, they 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 do produce pretty damn good offensive linemen and some pretty damn good tight ends um, uh, at that school. So it'll be tough, but. Uh, Six seven two eighty. Yeah, that's a lot of fun, and that's a lot to work with. That definitely helps load up that two plane sports that we're that we're trying to build here. Uh, that that's a big boy. Um, if he can, you really mold into that size and become a real good run or run blocker, pass blocker. If he can get downfield on screen passes and things like that nature. I mean, that's a big boy. If you catch a screen pass and you got him just with a full head of steam coming at you, you kind of get the hell out of the way. Um, I know I would, I, that's, that's like getting hit by a small car, uh, essentially, if, if he puts it on you just right. Um, yeah, obviously we love the position. I love, love, love the size. I think it's going to be a battle with Iowa, as you mentioned. Um, hopefully Bill Beanboe can do his magic because it's not as if Bill Beanboe doesn't have his own resume um, to, to, to a uh, point to, and, you're like, hey man, I know I was in it too, but we've got a couple all all pro pro bowl type players in the league as well that uh played here. And they just won and then they won the Joe Moore Award not not long ago for the best offensive line in the country. Bill Beatenbow's got his own resume, I think, that he can point to and hopefully win this battle. Yeah, and you know, we talk about on this show a lot of recruiting really starts two years prior to the signing day. I mean, you know, OU's already starting to recruit 2025 kids. So that's, you know, three years. Um, so he, Logan, he's becoming a little bit of a late bloomer. It seems like he's popped on uh, to a lot of teams radar. Uh, just looking at the, you know, official unofficial visits and, and the offer timelines, you know, he, his earliest offer of his top four is Miami uh, February 28th. Um, and he took an unofficial there on March 18th. Iowa didn't offer until April 1st. Um, then Oklahoma offered on April 22nd. Uh, Michigan offered May 19th. Um, so Michigan, they have not gotten an, an unofficial visit from according to 247. So he's taken his first visit and probably his only visit to Michigan. So I feel like, you know, they're they're getting they're getting visited because of their reputation with coach Moore there. Uh, they're 
they're good. Uh, I just feel like it takes more than one visit to really win a kid over. Um, and OU's so OU's really kind of at a level playing field with the other schools. I mean, offering on April 22nd compared to April 1st isn't a huge difference. You know, it's not six, eight, nine months difference. I mean, it's just a couple of weeks. So really it's going to come down to, uh, you know, these relationships have just really blossomed lately. Uh, he's been getting picked up more by bigger schools. Um, I feel like OU, if they really push him, they really want him. Um, I think they can end up winning out on him. Uh, it's just going to be, it seems like, Distance isn't a big deal to him uh, being from New Jersey and then his top four is everywhere, but the Northeast. Um, so I, I hope, I hope OU ends up winning out on him but at the end of the day. It'll be just nice to know where he's going. Cause he's going to make his decision earlier. Uh, we're not going to be having to drag this, this discussion into November about where is Logan going to go? Well, he's going to probably be decided within the next month ish, you know, give or take six weeks at most. So it'll be nice to know, and it'll help OU readjust and who to prioritize as they go later into this cycle. Uh, but someone that I feel like they have a legitimate shot, the time, you know, isn't a big factor here. I just think it's the programs and how hard they recruit. Um, so I think, I think OU's got a legitimate shot. Um, it's just, Iowa's going to be tough to beat. Um, so we'll move on to the next guy, you know, talking about offensive linemen, um, Bryson Sanders, Bryson Sanders. He's a 2023 four star two, number 292 overall number 13 interior offensive lineman in the class. He's already six, five, 280 pounds. He's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, we've talked about him and it's been a while since we've talked about him. Um, you know, he, he put OU up and towards the top of his, his commitment or not his commitment top schools. Uh, his top schools are Tennessee, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, LSU. And I think the last time we talked about him, I hadn't, you know, gone back and watched the video, but uh, LSU and T and, and Ole Miss were really kind of the top two schools and Tennessee was right there with him. And OU was kind of a clear cut number four uh, in his recruitment. It seems like LSU has totally fallen off. He was going to take an official visit to LSU that's not going to happen anymore. So that's one less school to compete against. Uh, you know, he's currently crystal balled to Ole Miss, which I don't think it has very you know high confidence. Uh, he just took an official visit to Tennessee this weekend. I, I saw him post some pictures on social media. Uh, he did take an official visit to Ole Miss in early April. Um, so, and then OU is going to have him for an official visit on June third. So OU's getting his getting the last visit. This kid's a versatile, you know, versatile guy. He plays, you know, he competes in track and field. Um, you know, OU while they might not get Logan Howland or they might not get Bryson Sanders, but they have a legitimate shot. Probably odds are to land one of them. And um, you know, the fact that you're getting his last last official visit. And as we're recording this, which was Sunday afternoon, um, you know, coming off of his Tennessee visit, there hasn't been a rush of crystal balls or a bunch of tweets that would really alarm to like, he's going to go play for Tennessee just because he's from Chattanooga and he really likes him. Um, so that's good news. As of right now, recording this, it might totally change, but I guess I, I'll say if, if this video comes out and there's a bunch of crystal balls for them to go to Tennessee, Oh, you might be behind the eight ball there and it might be kind of tough to beat. But if you don't see a bunch of momentum with Tennessee, I think, oh, you can close this out. He's committing on June 23rd, uh, get him on, on campus on the third commits on the 23rd. It's three weeks, close them out. What do you think? 
Agree. Close it out. Uh, you look it up his profile and everything he's done. He's another guy with great size, 280. So he's very similar to, to Holland in size. He's just a couple inches shorter. Um, but again, I mean, that is loading the plane up. That's 560 pounds that we're talking about with to the last two guys. Um, and they're still in high school. That, that's absurd. Um, but, but with him, with Sanders, he, he, he's, He's got experience playing both tackle and even kicked inside to the guard uh, spot sometime too, as well. Um, uh, with that size, you typically would probably think tackle at 280, but I mean, a, a guard pulling at 6'5", 280 with the athletic ability to do that is another scary sight. Uh, if you're a linebacker and he's shooting through a hole and he's coming right at you again, that's you're getting hit by a small train or by a small car. Um, it's it's not fun. Uh, he, he's he, he's a hotty toddy lean, as you mentioned, but or crystal ball at the moment, but, uh, you know, we, we can change all that, uh, again, with Bill Beadbow and his resume, let's, let's, let's hope it, it wins out. I think that it is good to have that official visit, as you mentioned, just three weeks before he's making his college decision. Um, I think this recruiting weekend, uh, the barbecue, everything about it is going to go very, very well. I think we're going to see a lot of commits, uh, coming from this barbecue. Um, healthy Bryson Sanders is just one of them. Yeah, and it's been really nice because I when we first talked about him, because he got his offer, um, it hasn't been that long ago he got his offer. He did visit uh, March 25th for that weekend. Um, he, and again, another guy that hasn't had, we OU hasn't had a huge, long relationship with him, but it's just the program, it's Coach B, and they were able to jump way up. Uh, you look at, you know, he got an offer from t- LSU January 27th. OU offered on February 24th. Um, I think Tennessee has been the uh, consistent consistent school here. I mean, being from Chattanooga, um, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, Chattanooga is right down the road. I mean, I'm just scrolling through right now. He got his offer from Tennessee on March 22nd, 2021. So the fact that He's still, it seems like there's a legitimate shot. He's got to be a little hesitant with Tennessee. And I, I don't blame him because Tennessee has been back like Texas for the last 10 years. And they've just flopped every single time. Um, and OU has just kind of been consistent. And it might just, he might just fall into a lap where he's a little, hes- you know, leaning one way. You get him on campus, you close like Burnt Venables can and Coach B can. Everything goes well. I really, I, I feel pretty confident with him as we're recording this right now. You know, there hasn't been a ton of momentum towards Tennessee while he's been there a lot. I feel like OU can really, can really close this one out. I, I believe it. Um, you know, if, even if OU just lands one of the two, that's good enough for me. Just l- let's get this offensive line built. Uh, someone to join Josh Bates, and then you think of. Um, Green as well, hopefully joining the fold. Uh, this offensive line, you know, there could be four or five guys in this class, and it can be um, an offensive line for the future for uh, Jackson Arnold and for any 2024 quarterbacks that OU ends up landing. Uh, these kids could be really, really good. Um, 6'5 as an interior offensive lineman. Granted, I don't know if he'll play tackle at OU, but 6'5 as a guard is um, is quite the size. So building, filling that plane up, like you said. So um, that's all I've got. A little shorter video today, um, you know, but we're planning to probably release. I mean, we're at least going to release three videos this week. Um, There might be a fourth one this week. So if you hadn't already, 
turn that notification bell just because we might be pushing out more content. Uh, Brandon, do you have an end of video challenge? Yeah, I'm just going to use your beginning of video challenge. We'll just keep it at the same time because we have not yet done a live. So again, yeah, just kind of what Brum said. What do you guys think of the live idea? What do you, what, what, what are some things that you'd like to see us talk about? Um, it doesn't have to be football related. I mean, if we go live for an hour, we don't have to talk to Sooner football recruiting for a straight hour. We can just, you know, kind of just, as Brum mentioned, kind of just hang out with each other. Um, it'll be good to, to get to know each other a little bit more. Um, just ask whatever questions we want. Yeah, just what do you guys think of the live and, and, and what are some things that you specifically would like to see or, 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 or discuss? Yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. I should have said that in the beginning as well. But like, are there any specific topics we should be prepared for? I mean, you know, anything that you want to have some research done on a certain player or a certain position group or whatever you want, just, you know, put that below and we might have like a little of, a, of an agenda or itinerary for us to to do on a, on a live stream. We just never done it before, so we don't really know what to expect. Um, so if you made it this far, hit the subscribe button, turn the notification bell, like I said, so you know when we go on live stream, maybe more extra, you know, a few extra videos this week. Uh, follow us on our social medias. Everything's at Two Plane Sports. Uh, find us on Apple and Spotify. Everything's linked below. And we will catch you guys uh, probably Wednesday, maybe Tuesday. It just depends on on what this week holds for us and, and how much recruiting info we need to talk about. So we'll catch you next time. Thanks.